Blog Talk Radio. What up, what up, what up, college football fans, and welcome to another edition of your favorite college football show, Quick Slants, the show where we talk nothing but your favorite sport, college football. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Dev McMillan, I'm at the round table this evening with the star of the show, we got Fred Perdue, who will be in the building with us in just a few seconds, but we're here tonight to uh, continue our series of uh, Power Five conference previews prior to the kickoff of the 2019 college football season. So I know you guys are excited about that season, which is about to start. We got the star of the show, Fred Perdue, in the building with us. Fred, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Three days. Three Got days. Yeah. Three days. Man, we got we to gotta squeeze out two more previews in three days. Like I was telling everybody, man, you know, the Power Five conferences, we got to get these done before the season starts. The kickoff is, is just about here. I know everybody's excited. I know you're excited. You are in your wheelhouse. This is your thing. This is your time of year. So let's jump right into it. We're going to go with the Big Ten tonight. Um, let's talk about some major storylines in the Big Ten. And first, I want to talk about Big Blue up there in Michigan. Can Michigan <laughs> and Coach Harbaugh, can they finally break <laughs> through? The expectations have kind of been through the roof, you know, since Harbaugh took over this position. Can they finally break through in this conference? Man, uh, this one's going to be tough because – Every time you expect this team to do something major, like beat Ohio State, and like win. or beat a team that's like. not even in their conference, that just it's they're supposed to win, they just fall apart. And it, this has been his mo, Harbaugh. That is since he's gotten back at Michigan, whether it was the blunder against Michigan State, whether it was just getting completely abused <laughs> against Ohio State year in and year out. I mean. What has he really done? And if you can't beat Ohio State now, what are you going to do when, you know, these guys really start developing? And let's be honest about this. I know with all respect to every other team in the conference, Michigan's goal is to win the Big Ten and beat Ohio State. Right. Even before now. But now, like you said, if they can't get it done now, it's kind of like a now or never situation. Like, come on. Exactly. Because if you can't do it now, you think Harbaugh's uh, seat will get a little hot? Oh, it's it's already hot. I mean, in my opinion, it's already hot. You haven't won the Big Ten yet. You've lost to – and granted, you they lost to a Florida team in the bowl game uh, that – they were they were depleted on defense. A bunch of guys sat out for NFL purposes. I get that. But still, you just can't. You have to, The Big Ten is already looked at in a certain light. Like, the SEC field looks down on them as, like, their little brother or the redheaded stepchild. The ACC is, like, the next – are, like, to the point now where they're, they're jumping these guys. And Michigan is the other team in that, in that division, much less the conference. So – and they're in a stacked right. side of the division, too. So, you know, Michigan has a long road. They've lost a couple guys uh, at the quarterback position. And quite honestly, Harbaugh hasn't gotten that guy. Even with Shea Patterson, they still haven't gotten that 
guy. For him to be such a great QB whisperer for all that he did or allegedly did for Colin Kaepernick in the NFL and Alex Smith in the NFL, um, he hasn't really done much. He hasn't had a quarterback that he's just really transformed. Right, right. All right, so, I mean, we both kind of brought up the whole, you know, if you can't do it now, quip. So, basically, from what I'm hearing from you and, you know, kind of what I myself may think, but I want to get your opinion because that's the opinion that matters most on this show. So, do you think with Urban Meyer's departure, you think the Big Ten is now wide open for the taking? For a I team do. like Michigan? Actually, I take that back. I don't. I don't. I don't. And I usually, I'm one of those people that my eyes tell me that Ohio State was really good last year. They were really good last year, especially on defense. They're returning a ton on defense. Yeah, you don't have Joey. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Nick Bosa. I always get those guys. I always say Joey Bosa. But um, you don't have Nick Bosa coming back, but you have a monster in Chase Young. If you have not seen his film, man, I'm, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. 6'5", 270, long arms, great pass rusher, great against the run. He'll be a top five pick next year, barring all injuries and anything like that. Uh, these guys have – they have – um, a good, a really good secondary. J.K. Dobbins at wide at running back. Uh, he he's put on some weight. He kept the speed. Uh, you also have K.J. Hill at wide receiver. You're going to see a ton of big plays from him. Uh, can't wait to see him. And this is after losing uh, Dwayne Haskins, Mike Weber, and a host of other big name players. It's 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 not rebuild. It's reload. And yeah, you got a new name on the sideline. You have a new face on the sideline in Ryan Day. But it's the same. It's the same program. Urban Meyer right. set the set the foundation. And if you don't think Urban Meyer, who now is a teacher at Ohio State, isn't popping his head in that in in the offensive uh, <laughs> in the offensive rooms or on, on install days, or he's not just giving a little bit of a little bit of coaching advice. If you really think that's not happening, you're, you, you know, I don't know what to tell you. You just don't know college football because I know yeah, we got, good old we got, Urban A. We got some prime oceanfront property yeah. to sell you yeah, in Idaho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Idaho, oceanfront. Idaho, we yeah, Idaho, you. yeah. Call yeah. us. <laughs> All right, well, you um you mentioned, you know, the departure of Dwayne Haskins. He's now with the Washington professional football team. Um, Talk about QB turnover for the entire conference. Yeah, uh, Dwayne Haskins, he he's gone. Tate Martell, he's gone. Well, he's a wide receiver now. He's not. He's not even a quarterback anymore. He's been rumored to be. He's been. I, we have video evidence of him catching passes now. Um, but he's gone now. He's not at oh, Ohio Fred, State speaking anymore. Speaking of Tate, I just finished season three of QB One as well. So you know, we got to talk about that when you, uh, when and if you watch it. <laughs> okay, I definitely. It's it's in the queue. It's in the queue, but I'll I'll put it up there. Uh, power's coming back, so you know I gotta I gotta brace myself. I gotta brace myself. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Um, but with Tate gone, Haskins gone, you have Justin Fields. So uh, and you have to count that as part of this whole conference. Um, Justin Fields, the transfer from uh, from Georgia. <laughs> which I don't understand why he ever went to Georgia. You were never challenging for that job. Uh, he's now the star. He's been named the starter at Ohio state after some, some real controversy there. Uh, but he's, you don't bring a guy like that in 
for him to not start. He struggled in the spring, but it's expected. He's in a new offense. He's more of a dual threat guy. So I'm interested to see what he can do. I'm not wanting to call him a dark horse for, for the Heisman or anything, but I'm on the lookout. He's on my watch list. I'll, we'll definitely okay. see. Um, Penn State now you Trace McSorley's gone. He's with the with the he's with the Baltimore Ravens. He made some plays in preseason games, so we'll definitely see. He's going to take snaps at different positions, plus the quarterback position. Please, Robert Griffin the third. Please don't be his mentor. We do not need that. I actually like Trace McSorley. Uh, I don't think Ruin he's an career. NFL. Yeah, I don't want you. Don't ruin the kid's career. You know. He's going to be a third. He'll be a he'll be the third uh, emergency quarterback. He'll also play a, probably another position. Think of him as like Taysom Hill for the Saints. That's what you're going to get. So he's gone on to the NFL. Um, also, uh, you also have Alex Hornibrook. He's gone on to Florida State as a transfer. Uh, Clayton Thorson. He's gone. Uh, at Northwestern, so you have a big turnover there uh, at quarterback, and uh, for just this conference in general, uh, Will Keys at at Michigan State, he had a bad, he had a down year last year, and I want to see him bounce back. They've been talking that they've switched the offense there. Michigan State is not known for offense; they're known for tough, old school, smash mouth football. Please don't change that. Come on, Coach Antonio. Please don't change that. I don't want to see spread football at, at Michigan State. Please. All right. Well, let's talk about some uh, uh, some of your projected standings in the Big Ten. But let's start with the East uh, division. Let's start with uh, you know, the the Michigan's, the Ohio State's, the Penn State's. Let's start with that division. The uh, what are your division, standings? The over tougher there? of the divisions. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, easily. So we'll start from worst to first. Rutgers at seven, Maryland at six, Indiana at five. Those are all basketball schools, so you have no reason to be feeling like you know you're going to beat anybody. Maryland, after all the problems that Maryland's had, I don't expect anything from them to be honest. Um, Penn State, they had a ton of turnover in the last couple of years. Uh, James Franklin still hanging on there. Uh, no, 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 Saquon Barkley, no Miles Sanders, no Trace McSorley. Uh, Clifford at quarterback is going to be pretty good, but uh, it's they're still Penn State, but it's it's not what the Penn State we know for the last couple of years. Michigan State is going to be solid at, at three. They're not a great team. They're a good team, not good enough to beat an Ohio State or a Michigan just yet. Um, so that leaves Michigan, Ohio State, and uh, I know I in this one I kind of this is one of those flip the coin kind of moments. I just don't trust Michigan, and I and I know behind the scenes you may have seen something different, but I have Ohio State at one until somebody knocks them off and, and can prove they can do it on a consistent basis. I have Michigan at one, and uh, I'm sorry, Michigan at two, and Ohio, Ohio State yeah. at one. Uh, I just think Ohio State's still kind of loaded. Hey, Michigan got to show and prove, man. They definitely got to show and prove. I mean, at least we know that you know. You, you had some some doubts. You had some thoughts of putting them at number mm-hmm. one. So you know if they if they show improved, then you know you can still hang your hat on the fact that you know I I originally thought that they could do it, but I'm back to Ohio State. You know, still being top dog and Michigan having to prove it before they get crowned. All right, let's go over to the West. 
In the, in the, in the West, worst of first, Illinois. Ugh. There, it's at the point where why do we even have a program at this point? That's how <laughs> bad it is there. Lovey Smith, goodbye. It's gonna. It, you can sing goodbye. Na 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 na. Go back. This the NFL is calling you again at some point. They'll give you a call. Uh, but co- the college game is now. It's passed you by. Uh, at I, number I six. It was overrated in the NFL, but that's just yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody will call him as a defensive coordinator, or somebody will get him on on the staff as a position coach at some point. Um, at number six, Purdue, not my namesake, completely spelled different, but nonetheless, uh, they have a star at wide receiver in Rondell Moore, who was freshman of the year last year, and I remember seeing him the first game of the season. Uh, he reminds me of Percy Harvin so much. He is the most explosive player in the country. And there's a there's a guy in this conference that could easily win the Heisman. Okay? So that's saying a, a ton. He's going to get the ball a ton, and they're still not going to be all that great. Uh, at number five, you have Minnesota. Number four, you have Northwestern. Way too much turnover at the, at the skill positions and at quarterback. At number three, we have N- Nebraska. For your your father, your uncle, your grandfather, maybe a great grandfather. That name is is synonymous with college football because I was about to say, what you millennials know about them Huskers? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy <laughs> Frazier and company. You know, this is this right here brings back the old memories because Nebraska. What Alabama is now is what Nebraska used to be. And I've always wondered how they got so good. They're in the middle of a cornfield. And they get guys that are just – they get guys from Cali, from Florida. They get guys from Texas, and they compete. They must have been giving out some checks because who the hell want to go play there? Yeah, exactly. They got the guys. Yeah, <laughs> definitely got him. Definitely, um, they have a quarterback in Adrian Martinez, who I think is he. He had a pretty good season last year, and he I think he can build on that with Scott Frost there now. Uh, you can still see a little bit of what you saw at UCF and while he was there. This is going to be very interesting. His development is going to be huge. Huge. Maurice Washington, the running back, is going to be huge if he can uh, get out of his legal issues. If he can get out of those legal issues and get back on the field, this team is going to be a – it's going to be a headache for somebody. They won't win it, but they'll make somebody's life a living hell. Uh, and last but not the last two, just like Ohio State and Michigan, these two teams, Wisconsin and Iowa – Again, are your old school hit them in the mouth, three tight ends, a fullback, maybe one receiver, but they play smash mouth football. Wisconsin at number two, they have Jonathan Taylor, who is a, who is in my on my list for the Heisman, two thousand yards last year. He is going to be the consensus number one back coming out into the draft next year uh, in the in in May. He is the guy. Okay, uh, talking to some NFL scouts, uh, he seeing him at practice, he is a as one quoted him as saying he's a savage, and hmm. everything I've ever seen of him on film since I've seen him as a freshman, he is exactly that. He has a fumbling issue. I hate running backs that fumble. Six fumbles last year. Six Ooh. fumbles. Way too many fumbles, and he can't catch a cold. Those are the only two issues. If you can get through those uh, issues. 
Shout out to B. Austin of the War Room. He says fumbling is cowardly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he really if he can sure those things up, he's gonna be a terror. Uh, 2017 his freshman year, 1,977 yards and 13 touchdowns. Outdid that by a long shot. 21 2,100 yards, just shy of 2,200, with a 7.1 per carry average, 16 touchdowns, 307 carries. He can take the load. He's had over he's had over 500 carries in two seasons. That's a lot of wear and tear, uh, but. He's the best back in fo- in college football. It's not even close. Uh, he's 5'11". He's 220. Can you tell I'm enamored with this guy? I've been a fan since, since 2017. Um, but not much else on this team after that. They have a really good offensive line. They're going to hit you in the mouth. You know what they're going to do. Uh, Cohen is going to be the freshman is going to be the quarterback. He's going to he, he, – we know what we do at Wisconsin when you have a freshman quarterback. What do we do? We protect that freshman quarterback with our bell cow back. That will be enough to get us – we run the ball, we play good defense, and the thing about Wisconsin is their schedule is nice enough that they can kind of navigate things, And but they're just going to come up just a little short. And then we have Iowa, um, a.k.a. Bill Belichick 2.0 or young Bill Belichick, whatever you want to call him. Uh, Kirk Ferentz is still hanging around there. He's the elder statesman in the Big Ten. Uh, he, I won't crown him and say they're going to win it all, but he finds ways to win games. He had the two, he had not one, but two tight ends drafted in last year's draft. And he's going to be able to have a uh, big time talent this year. AJ Espineza uh, coming off the, in the rotation had 10 sacks, not as a starter, but as a rotation guy, as a five-star recruit coming out of high school, he is going to be the guy this year as far as top pass rushers, and he wreaks havoc. He, when he doesn't cause a sack, he's causing pressure, and we all know pressure is just like a sack. You're forcing inaccurate throws. You're going to cause quarterbacks to throw the ball away, and that's just as good of a, as a sack. So if you can get pressure on quarterbacks with a good running game, a good defense, you have a good chance of, of winning the division. Uh, if, it, if we want to call – if we want to do predictions for who's going to win this thing, give it to Ohio State. I just think they have too much talent. All right. Well, yeah, let's do some of these predictions. First of all, you know, I, I need an official uh, team for who you're considering your sleeper team in this conference this year. Sleeper team, Nebraska. Adrian Martinez, Scott Frost, they will surprise some people. They won't win it, but they'll give people hell all season as long as as Martinez can stay healthy. Uh, This offense is going to be pretty good. All right, who you got for offensive player of the year? Uh, 500 carries, over over 3,000 yards. He'll break a lot of records. He has a really good offensive line. Jonathan Taylor, and he might just win a Heisman. So, yeah, that, that you can bell add a lot of just spoke of. Yeah, that, that bell cow you just spoke of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, um, defensive player of the year. A.J. Espinoza, Iowa, defensive line. He's just going to wreak havoc on teams. This is going to be one of those type of things where you're going to see uh, it's between him and Chase Young, who's the best there. You're going to see a lot of double teams. He's going to see a ton of double teams. Uh, might even see some triple teams. But he's just that guy where he gets through those things, and he just causes pressure. And the thing is, him g- drawing double and triple teams, he's going to open it up for a lot of other guys on his team. 
Big Ten Coach of the Year. Scott Frost, Nebraska. If they if they get eight, nine wins, it's good enough. All right, and who's going to be the Big Ten's top newcomer? Newcomer of the year, Justin Fields, Ohio State quarterback. I got a sneaky suspicion that maybe Ohio State might have a, a 10, maybe 11 win season, and he might have a big part in that. All right. Um, as a team, who's your biggest riser? Uh, you can't get much get much worse than what you were last year with Nebraska. Uh, they're gonna with the offense that they're gonna have. Scott Frost there, healthy quarterback, healthy running backs. Uh, defense is gonna get a little bit better. Uh, if you can win eight eight to nine games, that's definitely um, cause for uh, getting this award. All right, and who's gonna take the biggest fall? Uh, unfortunately. Northwestern, uh, I just – Pat Fitzgerald is just – he has the talent, but when you have such turnover, you don't – you rebuild. This is where rebuilding happens instead of reloading like Ohio State. Uh, that's a journalism school. Journalism school can only win so much. <laughs> They'll beat you in the booth, just not on the field. Yeah, All right, definitely. so uh, most important game in the conference all season. We should just rename this the big game because Ohio State at Michigan, November 30th, in the big, in the big house, 120, uh, roughly 120,000 strong. When is this not the biggest game in the season? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. This game is going to be huge, and it's going to determine uh, – it might have playoff implications – uh, I, how many times have we seen where this game catapults a team into the playoff or keeps a team out of the national championship and actually makes somebody think we should have a rematch? A la uh, playoffs? Yeah, we'll talk so about exactly. playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? This game has really been huge. Back in 2006 with Troy Smith. Uh, yeah, Troy Smith. I'm going back a good little ways. Um that game was so good that we considered having a BCS national championship rematch. That's how good that game was. And it was really, it lived up to the name uh, of the big game. So we, this could have something to do with that. Uh, we could see a repeat of that this year. All right, folks. So there you have it. That is your 2019 big 10 war room sports, quick slant preview by your man. Fred Purdue. It's going to be an exciting season, man. Like I said, we are on our Power 5 series, trying to get it all out of the way before kickoff this weekend. And uh, look, it's it's just it's an exciting time, man. And last but not least, coming down the pike, so stay tuned at warroomsports.com. Um, keep your ear to the network. We're going to talk about that SEC. You know we had to save that one for last. But um, look, Fred, let everybody know where they can catch you on social media if they got questions, concerns, or if they want to talk a little bit of trash about this episode. But before you do that, let me remind them real quick. Go to our Facebook page, our War Room Sports Facebook page. Scroll the page. We're going to refresh it again tomorrow, but uh, scroll the page if you're going on right now and check for the uh, War Room Sports Quick Slants College Football Pick'em Contest. Get your entry in because it's about to start. We're going to drop that lowest week, but you don't want that to be week one just because you entered late. So get your entry in, and the winner will get a chance to co-host 
an episode of Quick Slants with yours truly and Fred Perdue. So make sure you get your entries in. Fred, where can they catch you online? You can catch me on Twitter, IG, Fred Perdue CFB. Uh, this thing's ramping up. All we're talking about is college football. Uh, we get to start it off with, with my guys, the Canes versus the Gators. Uh, I might be crying, but I might be celebrating. Depends on, you'll find out. You'll have to find out on Saturday night. But uh, we're going to ramp this thing up. and It's going to be wall-to-wall coverage from now every Saturday for the next for, for the foreseeable future, 12 hours a day. I feel like I'm going to be working a job, but I love this thing. So, you know, you can catch me on there. Man, it, it is going to be a great Saturday because I'm going to be able to, you know, kick back and, and, and do a little something myself, especially Saturday night for that game. The wife will be out. The little, you know, the little dinner in Blanc to where everybody dress up in white and go eat dinner outside somewhere. Yeah, she does that with the girls. Um, I'll have the kids, but I'll have the younger ones because the older one is going to be out of town. The younger ones, I can put them to bed whenever, you know, they don't have a sense of time. I can act like 6 o'clock at 8 o'clock, put them to bed <laughs> and, and and get it in. Uh, you know, get me a nice drink, get me a nice snack, put the feet up. And watch some college football. So um, you can catch everything we're doing at warroomsports.com. Make sure you click on the War Room Sports Podcast Network tab to catch archive show of quick slants. You can check out all of our Power Five conference previews leading up to the big uh, finale, the SEC, coming to you soon before the kickoff of the season. Uh, you can also catch Fred and I, um, if you're an NFL head, on cover two. We will be doing NFL preview uh, right after we get this college thing kicked off. So stay tuned on the Warren Sports Podcast Network for all of that great content. You can also catch the Mothership Show, The War Room. Um, once the season starts, Fred will be on there making his weekly appearances, NFL and college. So uh, check that out as well. So shout out to everybody on the network. Um, catch us on Twitter at War, at War Room Sports. Catch us on Instagram at War Room Sports. Go search us on Facebook, War Room Sports. So now that you know, you got all the information that you need. You know how we do around this time. We let you guys know, man, because we never do this. We follow our own directives here at War Room Sports. Don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. And we'll see you chumps on top. SEC coming. Peace. War Room Sports www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.